Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome, everyone, to the 410th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. I know we skipped over uh, Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. Um, I did want to ask you because you said I don't know if you, I don't know if this is common knowledge, but you most recently took your new car out uh, for yeah. a um, for a road trip. Now I wanted to ask you a few questions about that. Yes. Yeah. Um, tell everyone. Remind us what what type of vehicle you have, mm-hmm. and then where you were going, and just walk us through. You know, what the trip was like with a new car, how it compares with your old sort of combustion engine car. Yeah. Sort of like give us a review of like your first big road trip. Yeah. So um, so last week we drove out to uh, Minneapolis, which is, I'm trying to see right now, actually, it is a five and a half hour trip from home, 374 miles. So to refresh we i have a uh, volkswagen id4 it's the all-wheel drive version so it has a like 250 mile range on it and that's like Mm -hmm. that's like you know optimal like or or close to optimal like best conditions right like honestly at times no especially like winter no heat in the in the the summer it seems like air conditioning isn't that bad but it's also and this is like the most important part not speeding (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not speeding too much when driving down the highway. So like, anyway, let me get into it. So the the infrastructure on in the Midwest for charging stations, particularly with Electrify America. So my car, uh, I, I guess I have to give a little bit more background for especially for people who don't remember. So there, when it comes to charging electric cars, there are three cool levels. There's level one, level two, and level three. So in the U.S., if you have a standard 110-volt outlet, um, that is what's referred to as level one charging. And to charge your car on a level one charger takes like 30 to 40 hours. It's a really long time. Um, to do a level two charge, it's about eight-ish hours to go for uh, to, to charge it. And then level three is anywhere between half an hour to an hour. And it, it, it honestly depends on both the speed of the charger the speed with which your car can actually accept power, and uh, well, I guess those are the two real, the two big things really. Um, so, the infrastructure in the Midwest is not that great. So, when it comes to charging, you really do have to plan your journey. Think like early Tesla days when the first reviews of Tesla started to come out, and there I, I remember a specific review or, uh, that I don't remember if it was a Car and Driver magazine or what it was, but. There was a reviewer who did a review on Tesla because it was reported that you could drive from like, I think it was something like D.C. to Boston or maybe it was a little bit further south than D.C. Maybe it was like Virginia or something like that to Boston. And um, in that journey, this is like this was like the Model S, right? This is when the Model S was their own that was their only car, I guess technically the Roadster too, but whatever. The Model S was their, 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 their primary vehicle. And the, the Tesla had a range, even back then, of like 300 miles. And their supercharging network, there was a particular charger, I think the one in Newark, Delaware, and the next one was like, I don't know, somewhere up in New Jersey, maybe close to Newark, New Jersey. It was like really pushing the boundaries of that 300-mile range. And so when this story came out, the, the, the author, he wrote like he was really nervous about it, but he was able to make it and he was able to complete the whole trip. Um, and, you know, it wasn't that bad. So mm-hmm. in the Midwest, that can be a little bit like what it's like charging with, uh, via Electrify America. Um, there are not very many chargers. You have to plan your journey. There's going to be a point where if you decide, hey, I only charged like 50 miles ago. I'm not going to charge again right now. Then the next charger might be like 100 miles away and you won't be able to make it to the next one after that. And so if you you choose to do so, that if you decide to do that, 
um, you're kind of just going to have to deal with the situation at that particular charger. So mm-hmm. um, driving up then, we left, I, I, I've told you before, but you're not supposed to really charge your car above 80%. Like in the optimal battery window yeah. is 20 to 80%. Now, of course, you can't go above, you can't go below. Uh, it just like slowly deteriorates the, the overall health of your battery pack. And so like the long-term health. And so charge it up to 100, especially if you're going on a big road trip like this. But um, on like your normal day-to-day commute and, and whatnot, like, you know, me doing 10% at most in a, in a, in a 10% uh, battery drainage when I commute to and from work, don't bother filling it up to 100. So I filled it up to 100 and we took off on the journey. Now, at this point, I wasn't really super mindful about my speed. So the speed limit in this area is like eight, is uh, like 70 miles an hour. So I'm doing like 80. That's a and nice speed limit. It really it's is. a nice speed limit. It really is. But the issue with the 70 mile an hour speed limit is people drive like 85, 90. And it's not yeah. just like a few people. There are just a lot of people who drive that fast. And so it can be a little bit like it can be very easy to find yourself pushing some of those speeds to keep up with traffic like you don't like i'm i'm one to not really like being passed by people like very quickly at least especially that frequently and so it's very easy to find yourself doing like 80 then when you're doing a 70 mile an hour speed limit but doing 80 in this electric car is not what's best for for efficiency if i'm doing if i'm doing like 75 I'm probably doing like 3.2 miles per kilowatt hour. If I'm doing like 80, I'm probably down closer to like 2.8. And if you're at the, like the 2.8 range, um, you could take it your your total charge or your total like range on a single charge from like 230 because that's probably what you're getting if you're doing 3.2 down to like mm-hmm. closer to 200. So that's like 50, that's 50 fewer miles. Um, that's a lot of fewer miles. It really, it really is. Yeah. So we start off this journey and we, uh, we drive up to Wisconsin. Um, I honestly can't even remember. Like we had planned this trip beforehand. I, I planned, I think there were four, four possible chargers that I could, that we could hit on this trip. The first one. When you close. said you planned, yeah. When you said that they were planned, mm-hmm. uh, like where are they showing up? Are they showing up at the car's infotainment? That's a good like question. where? Yeah. So it shows up in the car's infotainment, but the infotainment can also show you some slower chargers too. Now you can like change that via filters and stuff to only show you the fast charge networks. I can't remember honestly. I'm blinking if right now if it show if it tells you what the what the network is like. So, uh, Electrify America is free with my car for the first three years, at least with half hour charges. Although you can actually just unplug and plug your car back in to like break that half hour rule. But anyway, mm-hmm. half hour basically just unlimited charging for three years. Um, now, if you choose to do as a different network, you can, of course, pay for that, but you have to have a different app. You have to set your account up, and it's always it's all a little bit different. I'm also a little bit hazy on what the, 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 the quick charging infrastructure is like outside of Electrify America and Tesla. Um, so, yeah, I, I mapped it out on my car's infotainment system, especially because your car will do, like, um, like route planning. It will basically say, hey, you don't have enough charge for this for – this, um, for what you're, you know, what our GPS is calculating. So here are some possible chargers that you can use to uh, fill up your car. And so that's, you know, that's fairly convenient. Um, but there's also other apps. So like the 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 Google Maps app, at least when I'm using it via Android Auto, can show me electric charging st- stations. Um, the Electrify America app will give you route planning or I don't know if it gives you route planning, but it, it will give you options at least when it comes to finding networks along your, uh, along your route, I think is what it was doing. Uh, given that they're only like two or th- like, what would I say? Three or four along the entire route. Um, sorry, I was just watching the game. So Miami just won, but uh, Denver missed their, really? Denver just missed a three uh, Miami won one eleven one Oh eight. Nice. Um, so Jimmy's that dude, huh? He really is. Yeah. Although he missed a, the uh, he missed a three that would have put put them up six and iced the game. But anyway, um, so yeah, we I used the Electrify America app and I was able to find a couple of the, the the few that were along our 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 route and that was fairly easy to do because you know you're pretty much on one road the whole way through. 
you can also use an app called PlugShare. Now, PlugShare is very convenient. This is like a, I don't really know if it's like an independent app per se, but it basically lists all, it's like a community-driven app. Think like Yelp. Um, you can, you can I, let, me, let me actually open it up so I can give you a little bit more details on this. So with the PlugShare app, I can type in an address and it will show me like, okay, what charging stations are nearby, um, nearby that address. And so like if I'm driving along, there's also like an Android auto app so I can like bring it up while driving. It can show you the, the, the chargers that are in your vicinity. And so once you do that, it will bring up not just the Electrify America, not just Tesla, but like any charger that you can really think of. And so there are a lot of options when it comes to this, but what you can get the sense of is how much more complicated it is than just simply driving a combustion uh, vehicle, uh, like a gas-powered vehicle. You know, when you're driving along the road, you don't even think about it, right? Like, oh, the uh, the light's about to come on. My car says I have 50 miles left. Let me start checking out some of the prices of the ga- of uh, of gas as we're driving by. Yep. Make sure I get a good rate. I get a good deal on, sure. the, on the gas. But the other issue is how long it takes to charge. So the Electrify America stations along this route were all in Walmart parking lots, um, which is fine. It's, you know, it's convenient enough. Like now you can just go into the store. You can shop for half an hour and come back to your car and, and get going again. Um, but like you don't always have half an hour shopping to do <laughs> at Walmart when you park. So the first one we actually went to, we, we parked. It was in a Walmart parking lot. There were like there were four chargers, I think, and two of them were free when we arrived. So we parked. Um, now I also should have mentioned this. Electrify America doesn't just have um, like a single type of charger. There's there's actually a variety. So I mentioned earlier about like the kilowatts and the kilowatt hour. So some cars can charge faster than others. My car can only take about I think it's like one. It says one fifty kilowatts is the max that it can take. It's, it's really like 170. It can get a little bit higher, but realistically, it's only going to be pulling around 150, and that's like peak. It doesn't always charge at peak. It's It charges at peak when it's like more empty to middle, but then as it gets more and more full, it will slow down. It'll start to drop down to like 90, 80, 50, right? So when we park, we get to one, and it's rated to do, I think, 150, which is fine for us. Um, the like Ford F-150 Lightning, the Hummer, even the Teslas, like several other cars, they can actually take, uh, the, the Rivians too, they can take up to 350 kilowatts. So if I arrive at a station and the 350s are available, I can technically use them because occasionally I might be able to pull more than 150 kilowatts. But generally the etiquette is to leave those available for the vehicles that actually can't pull 350 as my car generally doesn't. So... We park and there's a little like cafe uh, diner across like, you know, uh, behind the behind the um, the Walmart. So we decided to get some food there since we hadn't eaten yet. Uh, at least Lane and I hadn't eaten. Gordon at this point probably had like three meals. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we go, we sit down, we uh, we order. It took forever, dude. It took forever for this food to get to us. Um, by the time my half hour of charging finished, we hadn't even gotten our food yet. So the half hour finished, and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna let it go up to like ninety something percent because, yeah, I want the food to, hasn't come yet. Yeah, the food hasn't come yet. Now I said I, I get half an hour charging every minute after they charge you. Um, so I I end up paying like a dollar out of like so oh. eleven dollars and something cents was free and like a dollar I paid for, and so I got up to like ninety to ninety five percent somewhere in that range. And so like I just unplugged the car, I brought it back. Um, came back in, food still wasn't there. Went to the bathroom with Gordon and came back and the food was there. So we ate, um, got going. The whole stop took probably around an hour. Now, let me just quickly remind you that the journey is supposed to take five and a half hours. Now, that's that's like, you know, five and a half hours if you or I are driving on our own, right? We're basically going right. to do like the quickest stopovers ever. We could like maybe get a burger or something. <laughs> or a chicken nugget, you know, like something super simple, right. like something that we can basically eat while we drive. Well, sure. the only stops, the only significant stops that are happening are probably food and bathroom and maybe coffee. And those stops are usually happening at the same time. 
um, we're not really doing too many like get out the car, stretch your legs, especially on a five and a half hour journey. It's just not quite long enough. So with an electric car, you're already talking like half hour charges and I'm going to need two charges on this journey. So that's already an hour built in for charging on top of traveling with Gordon, who every now and again, as you're driving along the road, all of a sudden he goes, I have to pee. And like when Gordon has to pee, it's not like, hey, you know, like I could go for the bathroom. It's always urgent. If he doesn't have to, if you ask him, like if he's like, if Gordon's, if Gordon's bladder is like 98% filled, he doesn't have to pee is what he'll tell you. It's not until he gets that threshold of it being an absolute utter emergency that he will tell you, hey, I got to go. So when he says yeah. I have to pee, like you got to find him a spot now. So occasionally we have to stop and pull over and pee. Um, so anyway, continue on the journey. Um, I can't remember if like we stopped for food or anything like that on this journey up, but we get to the next charging station, which is actually not far from, from a juice place. It's actually in the same like neighborhood. It's like 15 minutes from his place. So we stopped, um, and this is in a Walmart parking lot. So, or, well, I already mentioned that this is in another Walmart parking lot. We park at, and there's like, I think there were eight chargers at this station at this uh, charging station. However, one of them was down and the one that was down was a 350 charger. Um, there were, there were of the eight, three were 350. Like I said, one was down. Um, of uh, At Electrify America, I think I've mentioned that because it depends on which side of your car has the accepts a charge, they have, char- um, they have cords on both sides of the quote-unquote pump so that you can reach either the left or the right side of your vehicle. Yeah. And so um, at the first one, one of those two is, I believe was 150. I think it was 150, but then the other one was 50. And like, that's just like, it's just a 50. So then the others were 150. But at this particular station, it was like they were down for maintenance or something. And so they were throttling everything down to 50, except for the three, the, the, the 150 and one of the 350s. So like pretty much, unless you can get into one of those first two slots, those one, one of those first two parking spots, your charging time goes from you know, what would optimally be like a 30 minute charge to like an hour, hour and a half, which is just way too long. Yeah. So at this point, we're not really going to, we're not really having it. Gordon and I go in, I think I took him to the, to the bathroom is all we really did. Came back out. And then, um, we saw the, one of the people who was on the, 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 the person who was in the, the 150 charger, the one that was actually charging at 150 left. So we moved our car to that spot and we were able to get like 10 minutes of charge on that just to get a little bit of juice and then uh, and then make it to Majoops. By the time we got to Majoops, I think our journey, I think our travel time, which again, five and a half hours at its shortest ended up being about eight hours. I'm not going to tell Oh, yeah. God. So returning home, we didn't, we never filled up before we left his place. So we filled up or we, we tried to fill up that same, that same uh, Walmart. However, it was still the same issue. There were still only 50s available. And I think the 150 was not pulling at 150 anymore. I think it was pulling at like you know, closer to the 50 number. It was just taking too long. So we ultimately decided to go to the next charger, which is one that we hadn't visited on the way up. And uh, we were able to get a spot there and, and charge up, no problem. Um, I can't remember what we did during that during that particular stop. If we just sat there, if we oh yeah, we it was a Walmart. We went in, peed again, and then we went to Starbucks and picked up some coffee. At this one, I filled up to a hundred percent. So I did a I did a, a full half hour, and then I came back to the car and I disconnected and plugged back in for another ten minutes and got to a hundred. The main issue, the really the one that I really wanted to talk about. Yeah, when I when I texted you and told you, I was actually furious because the issue with the charging is that there's a bit of an etiquette to it. There's <laughs> um, so at many Electrify Americas, there are only like four ch- uh, charging mm-hmm. sp- spots. Um, I know I mentioned the one that I went to at the end of at the, at the in, in Minneapolis. There were eight, but the for the majority of our journey, the places that we stopped only had four. And often one was offline, which is the other issue with Electrify America. Many of their systems seem to be offline, um, like for whatever reason. And so we get to this this um, we get to this Walmart. 
we see that there are four spots. Two of them are being occupied by the 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 Ford the Ford F one fifty Lightning, which are these you know F one fifty sized pickup trucks. They have these massive batteries on them. I see a Rivian coming into the into the parking lot, and I'm like, oh snap! But we are we're ahead of them. We turn in first, and we I back into the spot, and I get out the car, and I look at the screen, and it goes out of order. The Rivian arrives and they park into they park uh, into the the the, the remaining uh, available stall, and they start charging. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like, oh, well, you know, we got here first, but like they didn't know our system was down. Like, am I supposed to stop them and say, hey, actually, um, ours is down because they pretty much got there at the same time. We just happened to make the turn first. So now we circle back around and we're just waiting. But because it's a Walmart parking lot, like we can't really wait at the chargers, Forever. right? Like there are cars that are going, you know, that are going by. At this particular one, it's actually in the side of the store. Um, at many of the others, we would see either in the back, like in the back of the parking lot, or to to like the uh, like the furthest right, but still in front of the store. In this particular case, it was literally right alongside of the store, you know, like alongside the uh, like the pharmacy uh, uh, pickup windows. So yeah. it's not like it's receiving a lot of traffic, but there's still enough traffic that like it would make no sense for me to be s- sitting there again because charges take so long. So we just park in a parking spot. But I am telling Lena, I'm a little worried about this because other people need to look out for us and see like, hey, we're waiting. It should be obvious to the Rivian that we've been waiting. The Ford F-150 uh, owners, they come back while we're waiting. It should be obvious to them that we've been waiting. It's not. Yeah. It's not that difficult to spot an electric car. Every electric car seems to have some like unique front like light situation, but on top of that, most electric cars don't have like a grill um, because they don't need to suck in air to cool the engine. So there are usually like some like obvious plate that you can recognize. It's hard to describe, but you know it when you see it, and so. Um, we're sitting there waiting. It's pretty obvious that we're there. A, a Kia EV6 comes into the parking lot, and I'm like, oh, no, here we go. So Yeah, great. The the Lightnings, both of them had like 50% charged. They, they only charge about 50%. I'm like hoping that they're just charging while they're here. They finished a long day because it's like 5 p.m. at this point. Or no, sorry, not 5. It's like 2 p.m., 2, 3 p.m. Um, they... They arrive and they're literally eating lunch. They're eating sandwiches at the back of the truck. One of them like gets up there. He's like sitting in the in the in the bed of the truck. The other one's just like standing there next to it eating. They're obviously buddies. And um, the Rivian, they get out the car. They're kind of like lollygagging. They finally like walk into the store. And so now we're just sitting there. And uh, the Kia EV6 comes in, and uh, it's this dude. He like he. And, and by the way, I should mention, every single person goes into the stall that we went to that was out of order. And then they, when mm-hmm. they realize it's out of order, then I'm like, okay, they should see us. We're literally sitting here. My window's down. It's obvious. I'm waving at people like, hey, I'm here. Right. I'm line. See me. I'm waiting. Um, guy does everything he can possibly do to not see me. So it's uh, it's this Indian dude, and he's got like I'm, – I'm, l- I'm losing, dude, I'm I'm losing, losing my cool <laughs> on this side of the call. Yeah. So it's this dude – He's in there with his, I think like his his wife. Um, I don't know if it's his dad or father-in-law. I think his daughter was in there too. It's a packed car, right? And so the guy is like, he's doing all sorts of weird stuff. And it's very obvious to me that this man is trying to jump the line. The line, which of course is just me at this point. During this time while we're waiting, this which is like a half hour wait, by the way, we're waiting for a while. There are other cars that come in. They, they try to get into the stall that's that's out of order. They realize what's happening. They either leave because they're going to go home and charge or they wait. Um, at some point, what was it? Was it? I think it was another EV6 uh, that, that, that saw us waiting and he parked next to us. In fact, no, it wasn't. A, it was a. It was an Audi. It was like a, one of the e-trons or something. And he sees us, and he he parks right next to us, and he has his window down too, and he's waiting. The dude in the Kia EV6 is kind of like driving through the parking lot occasionally. Then he like turns into the drive-through exit of the pharmacy. What? Of the pharmacy, and he like 
circles around. He gets out of his car. He speaks to the people in the Rivian. He speaks to the people in the in the uh, the, the in the Ford, uh, the, the Lightnings. Seemingly like he's trying to play this. Like, hey, I was here first, right? You guys saw me. I'm gonna I'm gonna take your spot, right? Like he's trying to make some arrangement with these people who are charging their cars. And I'm just fuming, dude. I'm getting more and more pissed off because I know what is actively happening before my eyes. But I'm not trying to like yeah. start. Like I'm not. It's 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 pointless. You're not gonna start shit. Yeah, no. And so why not? <laughs> it's not, not even starting shit though. You're in line. Yeah, you gotta let this man know. Like, hey, buddy. I no no no. I'm in line. Step back. Right. You're right. I should have. So what? He's jumped the line. Don't tell me he jumped the line. No. So so here's what he does. He gets um so the 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 full one of the the four lightning f-150 lightnings is directly across the exit lane of the pharmacy so the dude drives forward into the exit lane and he stops his car and he waits and what his plan is is as soon as the f-150 leaves he is going to immediately back up and take the spot his dad or father-in-law nope. gets out of the car his wife is out of no. the car they're standing in the parking lot they're sit. they're basically basically making a queue of people to stand in the parking lot to block off anybody who wants to try to get into this spot as soon as the f-150 leaves in fact sorry before this f-150 leaves the other one leaves which i'm like it's my turn and so i leave my yep. parking spot and i'm trying to go and he thinks i guess that i'm trying to take his spot so he starts backing up even before the other one has fit, like the one that he's trying to take leaves. <laughs> so now it's like this awkward three cars limbo thing trying to like dance their yeah. way out. The F-150 pulls out, the dude in the Kia backs in, and then I go take the first spot. So like the two left, the two cars left at the same time. So we were both able to park at the same time. But this man was 100% trying to take the spot, jump the line. And I'm like... There were only two, like you were the next in line anyway. There were just, there were at this point, only three people remained. And the other person who was waiting knew who was before him. I don't understand why some people feel like, like they need to try to get it. It's entitled behavior, dude. It doesn't make any sense. (laughs) It doesn't. Well, they just just value their time more than yours. yeah, Yeah. So, and like at this point, like I said, we, we left Majib's place at like 7-something. We left early. It's probably like 2 o'clock at this point. We're tired. It's been a long day. And we still have another like two hours of driving ahead of us. So anyway, we go inside. Get you know We uh, we get some food. I charge for half. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, yeah. So you pull in. Yep. It's three cars. Yeah. Did you get the spot? Yeah, yeah. So the, there were, because there were two F-150s and they were together, they yeah. left at the same time. So two spots open up at the exact same time. They just made it. And you, so you essentially parked next to each other. Uh, the F-150 was, so I was in spot one and the other one, and this, the, the dude in the EV6 was in spot four. So the, the F-150s were parked. You say something? Away. No, no. I got out. I just left. I wasn't, no, no, not with did Gordon. He, did, that, did that person look like he was going to say something to you? I can't. He did everything to avoid eye contact throughout the entire experience. Again, like as I'm sitting there, hand out the window and everything, he's not looking at me. He refuses to look at me. When he's sitting in the uh, the the pharmacy exit, I see him because I'm I have backed into a parking lot. My window's down. He's immediately to my left. I see him. His window's down. He is ready to back in. So that means his window and my window are facing each other. I see him. Like, hey, buddy. No, he's not looking at me. So no. Once Do I you was honk- once did I you think about in, honking? I would have, I probably would have said something had I not been able to get a spot. But technically, everything like I got the spot as early as I could have gotten. I never, I didn't lose out to him. It was just like, I know what you're trying to do. If another, if a spot opened up before, like if only one of the four, uh, the F-150s left, you would have taken it, and then it would have been a problem. But because both opened up at the same time, technically. Nothing was lost on my end. It was just the the intent, and so that was. Oh, you know the intent. It's like it's clear yeah. as day. And so that's my issue. That was my issue, and it's very. It was very frustrating up until then. Like the 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 inconvenience of it, the length of charging time, plus the inconvenience of having to like stop oh, at God, a very dude. specific place. You couldn't. There's not like a hundred 
charging stations along this route. Like there are gas stations or even more than a hundred. Um, there are only like three or four possible places that we could stop. And again, at this point, because we got, because we got boned by the broken charger, we had to spend another, we had to spend like an extra half hour at this, at this Walmart. And we, and this time we're just sitting in the car waiting for this, for the spot to open. We weren't even, we were doing nothing. We were just wasting time, killing time. And so that is one aspect of the, uh, the electric charging system that just really sucks. Um, not to mention who knows if the, well, we certainly felt that like the charger was down. Um, sometimes the chargers don't charge as fast as they possibly could. Um, sometimes they're the, they might charge as fast as they possibly can. However, the chargers might not be able to charge your car as fast as they can actually take. So especially if you're like, I think, I think the Hyundai Ionic five can receive a 350. And um, I don't know that the, the Rivians can receive 350 kilowatts, but if you if you arrive at a station and only 150s are available, or God forbid 50s are available, now your like 20 to 30 minute charge turns into like a 60 to 90 minute charge. You know, like that. It's it's sure. It can just be pretty frustrating or aggravating and and difficult to plan. You know, so that that is that was my issue. Not. All things, all that said, what would have been a like over a hundred dollar trip for you know mm-hmm. with gas prices, I paid a dollar in charges on the on the go because of that. You know, I wanted to get that that like extra couple of percent out of that first charging. Um, now sure. I wasn't able to fill up the car before I got home, so I paid for that. You know, and my home yep. electricity bill, but that was you know, again a couple of dollars rather than. Yeah, the you know the twenty dollars to fill it to to fill a, a gas powered vehicle to to you know get us down about like two hundred fifty miles down the road or two two hundred two hundred fifty miles down the road. So it ended right. up, it was very cheap. It's just inconvenient and time consuming. So I'm not sure what we would do the next time. It's it's nice. It, like I I love it, but. And again, like the you know, the charging is not always free. It's only free for three years for me. In the future, right. I got I I would have to pay for it. So if I'm already paying now, if I'm if my you know, the the electricity is cheaper than the gas is, but that's not always going to be the case. Who knows? Gas might Correct. drop down to two dollars a gallon next year, and you never know. that's going to be the same price as the uh, the electricity. And right. why would you know unless you care about the environment enough to do that, then. But like we have, we have a CRV. So in the future, maybe that's what we ultimately take because there are guarantees with that that we don't get with the electric car. So that was the experience. It's nice that you have both. It's nice that you have both. I have a couple of follow-up questions for you. Yeah, yeah, hit me. Um, would you going back to the the instance of the guy trying to steal your spot? Yeah. Uh. You ever think about? Are you a aggressive honker? No, not no, not at all. Actually, you think this would have warranted a honk to be like, "Hey, buddy, let's 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 be clear about it. You're not you're not being slick." You're probably right. I probably should have honked him at the very least. I probably yeah. should have honked him as soon as he showed up. Like it's it's a weird etiquette. Like it's so. I should have mentioned it's really hot. So like I could have gotten out of my car and stood there. But like it's hot. I'm not really trying to do that. So I'm just hanging out in my car. I have enough charge that I could run the AC, but I didn't have enough charge that I could drive the like 60 miles or whatever it was to get to the next station. Um, you just in those types of situations, you just hope that you don't have to deal with any confrontation. But you know it's certainly possible because it's it's almost like the cases where you're in a parking lot and you see a parking spot and some and you're you're working to get to that parking spot and somebody else comes from the other side and they aggressively speed up and swoop in and steal the spot from you that's never happened to me before but like that is the type of situation that you're really talking about somebody knows that you're next and they yeah. steal it from you and that you yeah. can get out the car and say something but like what are you going to do fight them like you, it's not they didn't do anything illegal. Like it's they were they were a jerk, they were a dick. But I don't know. Like 
I'm just not like one to really confront strangers because you never really know what someone's going to do. It's kind of like that story with that woman who like picked up your phone, right? Like how stupid could you be? Because who knows what you're capable of, what you would do, right? So I don't really want to start a confrontation, but at the same time, I don't want to look like a bitch either, <laughs> like giving up the spot. So, so I'm not suggesting you start a confrontation. But like, do I but blow my horn? And uh, you you don't even okay. have to blow your horn. You just do it. You do it like a. It's like one of those. Um, like that's what your horn is for, right? To let like to notify somebody of your presence. So I'm saying it more as like, a, hey, uh, by the way, boy, I am here. You know, it's like you you like you said. This person was trying. To make it seem like they were doing everything they could yeah. to not see you. Yeah. So you honk the horn. You get their attention. It's like, hey, listen. I see you see me. I'm in line. You're after me. I've been here longer than you. Yeah. It's like, listen. Like, get get behind me, bro. Because I've been here longer than you. I've got places to be, too. Your time is not worth more than mine. Yeah. I'm sorry you got here after me. Man, my blood is boiling with this story. Um, <laughs> no, you're. But I also understand I, that I, I'm gonna. I didn't think about blowing my horn, but I, I, I should have. As soon as, as soon as it was obvious that he was doing that, I should have blown my horn immediately, because then yeah. it would have just stopped everything. It could have stopped everything like, in his tracks. Yeah, like, hey, buddy, I'm here. I'm not. I'm yeah. not just some dude sitting in his fucking car in his obvious electric right. car sitting right, outside right, right. Of the electric stations, just killing time because I'm bored. I'm waiting right. for one of these stations just like you to open up. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't care how many people you have in your car. Yeah. You can't have people out here standing in outside trying to pretend like, like, uh, don't be slick. Don't yeah. be slick. I see the whole thing. Yeah. I see you not trying to see me. So, <laughs> yeah. fuck out of here with this. So, that's my first thing. Second yeah. question. Not, not really a question. Um, when you're like... Uh, inputting stuff. Do you does your does your car? Sorry, when you're in your car, do you mainly use like Android Auto? Yeah, I do. Lynn has never even tried connecting her um her her iPhone to it yet. Well, I mean, CarPlay is awesome. We don't buy a car. We don't even consider a car if it doesn't have CarPlay because yeah, there's no reason. We to. don't. Yeah, we don't. We don't tr- uh, trust infotainments. Like you, you can't trust a car company to to get the infotainment right. Yeah. Uh, and I'm also not all about firmware updates over the uh, over the wire. And the apps. I mean? It's uh, really the apps, right? Like Yeah. Exactly. That's a major part. Yeah. It's either um, you know, Apple Maps or Google Maps, uh, and then Spotify, really. But my next question was like, you know, when you're planning the route and you're saying it te- it tells you where to like where the charging stations are. Did you? I, I, you know, I might have. You might have mentioned this, and I might have um, forgotten it already. But um, does it tell you like what owner, uh, who owner operator of the uh, of the charging station is? I can't remember if it does. I have to go back and look. Um, I think it tells you. I think it tells you this. Yeah, I, I remember that it was telling me the speed. So then I think yes, it it did tell me who was the operator of it. And so, like, the speed meeting, the speed that it was delivering, the, the power. In fact, yeah. it's not the smartest system in the world because at some point I, like, changed the, the GPS because I wanted to see something. And when I, like, put it back to the, the destination and I hit go, it was trying to direct me to a charging station that was a level two charger, which, again, is it, it only charges about three to four times faster than your home charger and about 10 times slower than a level three charger. So it was was, what would be like a 30 to 45 minute charge at a level three charger. It was telling me that I was going to have to sit somewhere for six hours. (laughs) (laughs) What am I sleeping over? Come on. Exactly. What are you talking about? Was this a joke? Am I joking? It should never come up. Um, So, yeah. What I found myself doing, though, was using the cruise control way more than I ever do. I don't. I don't normally use cruise control, or I didn't normally use cruise control, even on long journeys like this. I might put it on occasionally, just like give my foot a break. But I just generally prefer to be in full control of the speed of the car at all times. And so, yeah. because it's so easy, especially in an electric car, to really just 
pick up an extra five to ten miles an hour, even if you're driving seventy. It, it's very quick. Oh, sure. How how quickly you can add speed. Um, I just found myself using cruise control, and when I was using the cruise control, I don't know, you just different psychology and everything. You just feel a little bit more comfortable with cars passing you, even if they're doing eighty-five. You just like pick a lane, just you, you, you move to the right, put on the cruise control, and you just chill. Especially with like the, it has a not just like an adaptive cruise control, meaning that it, it will slow down if traffic starts to slow in front of it. But it also has travel mm. assist, which is kind of like the quote unquote um, autopilot to some degree. So it'll stay in the lanes. Okay. It'll 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 follow the lane um, even around like curves and turns. If you put the indicator on, it'll change lanes by itself. It doesn't like pull the steering wheel. Like it won't pull it out of your hands or anything. So you're still in control, but. Um, I would put that on, but I, I would still, like, control it, right? Like, I didn't let it change lanes by itself. I'm not really ready for all that. Um, but it was uh, it was good to experiment with and um, good to, like, recognize, okay, there's a big difference that the speed makes on your efficiency, and it can really make the difference between you making it to the charging station that you could thought you'd be able to make it to and uh, you getting stranded on the side of the road, I guess. The other thing I wanted to ask was, does it tell you, like, where the charging stations are? Like, this is in a Walmart. This is in an Aldi. This is in a wherever. No, not my car. The So that's when you have to start working with the other apps. Um, if you're in Electrify, it's, it's really all just like a map view. So you just see it from above. So if it's, if it's in Electrify America, which I think is what I was doing initially then I would see that it was in a Walmart parking lot. Um, I think I also did in Google Maps to like map my route to like, you know, from home to this location in Minnesota. And then I would like search along the route and just specifically search for Electrify America. And so then I could see from the uh, above view of Google Maps that this was a Walmart and here are the other things that are in the area. But I did not do it for my for my car. I okay. find I find doing it via the car infotainment system a little bit um not the best because like you said you're in you're either in Android Auto or Apple CarPlay and so I'm not using the car's navigation system I'm using Google Maps or I want to use Google Maps because of the whole interface right like my Spotify it's actually got like a a pretty like the Android Auto has a pretty cool um like quote-unquote multitasking setup so two-thirds or three-quarters of the screen is the map and then to the there's like a, a small column on the right so the final quarter of, of the screen is spotify or whatever um uh, media app that you're using and so you can control the media from there you know pause play skip the track or whatever but you actually have the majority of your screen being taken up by the uh the map and in fact i think they even just changed it now that i think about it where the media controls is actually at the bottom so the, almost the whole screen is the map but then you have like a, a thin layer at the bottom almost like a taskbar on your computer um and if i was using the maps in my car for to navigate me to and from the to my destination but also the charging stations along the way which we did try again on the first leg of the journey before i switched over fully to android auto um you're then using android for the spotify but then you're not getting the map view or you can switch to the map but then you have to like switch to the android auto app so to speak to then adjust your music so um it's just like adds an extra step an, an extra layer and it didn't make sense to do it like that, especially with like uh, Google Maps is like traffic um, guidance and everything like that. So, yeah. Sure. What I really I mean, need is just like a better integration with the car and Google Maps is what I really need. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, what other questions do I have? Uh, was the on a scale of one to ten? Would you have, like, not, actually, that's the wrong metric. Um, knowing what you know now after this uh, first long trip in this type of car, would you have rather have been in the, uh, in your combustion car? Um, that's a good question. Probably, yeah. There are still benefits to the electric car. I mean, largely the, um, <laughs> pretty much primarily saved. the fact that it's free right now. Um, yeah. And like, it's it's 
it's more fun to drive for me. But okay. other than and you're that, primarily driving on these long trips, right? What the uh, electric car, or well, just the uh, what's it called? Just the uh, like when you're taking these long drives. What's the split again between you and Lena, if there is one? Oh, I drove 100 percent this time. Yeah, yeah. Usually, I would do most of the driving. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess I just like you know I understand that it's free and it's super compelling. That yeah. I mean, free free is awesome. Free is free, but, uh, but right? at some but point, your the time at yeah, the time is is a major factor, and it's it's also the time plus Gordon, like plus the time due to plus the time cost with Gordon too. So it like we've we've done car trips with Gordon before and journeys that should be like, you know five hours turn it into like six seven hours anyway so i don't really know what the total time cost was for the electric car versus gordon um but i just know that it would have been much faster if we took the combustion car so yeah in the future it would probably make sense to do the combustion car as much as i would not want to do it just yeah. because i prefer to you know i don't know I don't like that I have to make that decision because like because it's too difficult, right? But sure. it was it was difficult. It was a pain in the ass. Like the waiting, the charging, like you just never really know what you're gonna get with the chargers. Not and that not not the uh not the Los Angeles chargers, but you know, the Electrify American chargers. Um you know, if if you know you think that you only need a half hour and a half hour charge, honestly walking from the parking lot into the store to to use the bathroom and then help Gordon use the bathroom um maybe peruse the store for 5 minutes and then come back to your car like it's almost half an hour already it every single stop takes a while so sure so like that alone isn't that bad it's just that there's no guarantees you might get there and there might be a lot of cars ahead of you waiting to charge you the the chargers might be slow so then every car who wants to charge, they're not doing half hour charges. Most of the people who are there are not doing the chargers, the, the charging the way we are. They're charging to fill up. So, you know, now you're just, you, I don't know, you're just, you're just stuck and you don't have an, another option. You have to wait. You can't just go to right. the gas station down the road. Like I've been to gas stations before and their, their card reader wasn't working. And I just, oh I, I don't want to go inside. So I would just get back in my car sure. and go to the next gas station across the street because there's always one across yeah. the street. Yeah, yeah, it's as simple as that. Yeah. Um, Do you know, remind me, I don't know if you told me this, how much might it have cost if you were to drive your your gas guzzler? Um, let me, so I think I said bucks. it was 300 and something miles. So gas now, especially like gas was like 350 a gallon we'd probably get like 30 miles a gallon so it would have been about it would have been about uh like 10 10 10 10 to 12 gallons so 50 ish 50 ish dollars like 40 to 50 dollars each way so probably would have been around 100 dollars. So yeah yeah i like how i just pulled it out of my ass like that's about 100 bucks um okay all right. Well, I'll say this: if it were me, even with that new car, I'm I'm, I'm pumping gas, bro. Yeah. Because I mean, you, the one thing that you said that really uh, stuck out to me was you don't always have shopping to do. You don't always yes. have like something that you got to get to eat or drink. And know? sometimes it's there's like, nothing uh, in the area. Mm. So that last that last Walmart that we went to, there was nothing there. It it was Walmart and nothing else. Um, the, you know, the first place there was a shopping plaza, we, or not a shopping plaza, but like a little shopping center with that little diner. So we, we ate, um, the next one, there was a, there was a Starbucks and it was like a Sam's club, uh, Walmart, like there was restaurants and stuff in the area. We, we chose to do the Starbucks, but sometimes it's, it's nothing. And like you said, Sometimes you don't want to do anything for half an hour. Like you don't have half an hour worth of yeah. shit to do outside of your car. You don't want because every time you get out of your car, you're spending money, which you wouldn't have been doing right. with your gas car. 
<laughs> so for sure, dude. Now, now you you've just made some purchases that maybe you wouldn't have made had you been driving your your gas guzzler. Look at you, Daddy Warbucks. Yeah. All this money. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I'll say this. Uh, I really appreciate hearing about this because this is one of those things that I have just like uh, almost like an oversensitivity to how it's going to cost. Because I was – Karen and I have been talking about getting a new car. Uh, yeah. It's very uh, like – I don't want to say – it's in the bag by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we have a 2017 Honda Civic hatchback coupe. Uh, not a coupe, Honda Civic hatchback. Uh, and it's great, but there's a lot of things that we don't like about it. Um, we don't like how loud the ride is. We don't like how you can feel every bump. Yeah. Uh, but the thing that I do like about it, it's a small car for the city. Um, and it's got a lot of trunk space. Uh, and for where we're parking it, um, it's just really easy to to sort of uh, like get in and out of places, right? Yep. Now, we are looking at, uh, you know, if our family gets a little bit bigger or if we, um, are, we move and we just want to have more stuff, we're looking at getting a SUV. So some of the high level uh, models that we've been looking at are like uh, Kia Telluride that seems like a great car oh, all yeah. of a sudden I think you and I were talking and when Harry were talking about like man when we were growing up Kia sucked yeah um, just compared to like what we thought was good but they've done such a fantastic job of like repositioning and actually building a much higher quality uh, model or a sort of uh, you know thing Yep. Uh, products. So that's one thing. Maybe looking at a Tesla. Uh, maybe looking at like the Volvo XC90. Uh, trying to figure out uh, what's it called? Uh, if it's a combustion car or if it's you know a gas. Go- uh, sorry, or electric vehicle. I would like to get an electric vehicle, but depending on like you know if we even qualify for. Uh, the, the rebates and all that stuff. I don't know if those are still around. Um, so it's just, just like a lot to, uh, that we have to think about, unfortunately. Right. The other, the, the, it's a major factor. And I think where people really need to get that, to understand this, the big, big, big benefit that Tesla has is their charging infrastructure is both more expansive than any other mm-hmm. company and it's also way more reliable than it, than any other companies. So mm-hmm. like, they're faster. You charge those cars, and like you're you you're going zero to full in like half an hour for sure. And Ooh. and uh, they're just like way again. There are just way more Tesla chargers everywhere everywhere around the states. The infrastructure on the east and the west coast for everything is better. So like the you know just the the Midwest isn't that great. For, for this yeah. like I can't charge my car at a public station because the closest one to me is like half an hour away and it's not worth driving all the way down there so I of course charge at home um, but if I was lucky enough to have a you know a charger at my my local Target or mall or something like that you best believe I'd be getting those the, I'd be charging my car for free constantly um, hell yeah and so um, but yeah, like the, the, the Tesla infrastructure is just way better. It's just so much better. And so my brother actually, he, he and his wife just put a deposit in for a Model Y. And um, I, okay. know, I know that the charging was, was part of their, uh, their, their, their calculus when it came to making that decision. They've also dropped their prices a lot. Um, they're still, yeah, they're still they have. qualify for various rebates. They, you get the full $7,500 discount from the, uh, the federal government plus various state incentives. So, um, yeah, they've not only lowered their price, uh, but I also don't know if the, in- the incentives are still available or if we even qualify for the incentives. Yeah. Um, but I do hear you on the charging infrastructure and being like, I know that Ford recently partnered, but that's still not the same. It's just like, it doesn't feel like it's the same. Uh, I could be wrong about that. Um, but you said that your brother put in a uh, deposit. Did your brother get the Model Y with the optional third row? I don't know. 
I don't know that answer. We haven't actually talked about it on the phone yet, so we we, we, oh, we kept see. missing each other. So I gotta I gotta reach out to him this week to to get some yeah. details. All right. Um. Well, I will say this: the fact that you get three years of charging uh, for free is like not a small thing. So that makes perfect sense as to why you do it. Uh, it, the the time delta of how long it should take and mm-hmm. how long it did take. Uh, you and I would have words if you and I were driving. I'll say that. Uh, I'd be like, bro, we 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 can't do this next time. <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. Um, can you drop me off? Uh, I was like, where are you going? You're in the middle of nowhere. I'm calling an Uber. There's Ubers everywhere. Uh, but uh, man, it, I really appreciate you you uh, you do you telling us about it because that is kind of my worst nightmare. But I'm yeah. glad that even if it is the worst nightmare, it felt like it wasn't the worst possible thing. Like no. I was reading this Axios newsletter about I don't know if they were driving 94. Or they were driving some other electric vehicle, but they're like, I'm going on a like thousand mile road trip mm-hmm. and I am going to tell you all about it. And she was, I think she was driving by herself and she said that not all of these charging stations are in like well lit areas. And sometimes she would f- not feel comfortable if it was in like a Walmart parking lot at night, no lights. And she's like a single woman and she has to get her charging done. Yeah. She, she just didn't feel like that was the best situation. And so that's where like a gas station still feels kind of nice knowing that there should be at least a person there. Maybe the person can't help you with much, but it does feel like they can still do something. Yep. Yeah. Um, So I would say the other thing I would think about it, especially with like, I mean, not not even just with Tesla, with anything. Um, like, think about some of the, the the locations that you might take road trips to and from frequently ish yeah. enough that you could th- you could like figure out what that infrastructure looks like along these various routes in your area, spe- specifically really just like along I ninety five, and know to 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 know because if you stop for like the bathroom right? You don't necessarily have to fill up your car. You could just pull over uh, at like a rest stop, go inside, get like a coffee, and then get go back to your car and leave, you know, with the whole net like 10 minutes and pull like an yeah. additional 20% or so onto your car. Like you can really put a fair amount of charge onto your car in that amount of time. Um, or similarly, like going to the bathroom. Now, maybe you're still one to not want to make those types of stops when you travel and i i completely understand that um but i do find myself taking um especially when when traveling with lane and gordon a lot of those like fairly short ish stops and if charging at a um if charging at a rest stop was an option then i that would have made the whole journey so much easier we wouldn't have had to we wouldn't have had to plan as much as we did like we had to stop at specific spots, but if you know every other uh, rest stop, for instance, has at least one charger, at least it could be an option. True. And then it doesn't. True. Feel and I think as... I think one thing that sounds like it's more of just like, hey, let's be realistic about stuff, is just who you're driving, and it's not like the old school sort of like, um, oh, you know, it's like you and I, you know, yeah, yeah. where you can be like, all right, you, whatever you got, you can hold mm-hmm. sort of situation. Yep. It's like, no, you're driving your son. The The bladder situation is just mad different. You <laughs> yeah. can't get upset at him if he needs to go to the bathroom. Um, and so that, that does make sense to me. Right. Uh, that, that's something that I feel like even me personally, I'm going to have to just like accept. Yep. Um, which sounds silly, but I also know that like, you know, if you and I were going somewhere, I'd be like, yeah, like you said, we just have to grab some food and then we will be on our way and yep. we're eating in the car. We'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. Yep. Yeah. I think that's it for me. Um, thank you for telling me all this. This is so freaking fascinating to to learn all this stuff, I'll say. Yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 good to experience. Um, I guess the other the the one one quick final thing I'll say is, 
yeah. I've had this car now since uh, December. This is the first oh. first car trip we've taken. We actually took one briefly this weekend. We we drove out to um, to meet my other brother in uh, northern Indiana at the uh, a beach along Lake Michigan. But we didn't have to charge. We we were able to make it there and back. It was two hundred miles. We were able to make it there and back, um, no problem. Um, but yeah, like they're just. The, the amount of trips that we take where ch- even charges are necessary is just, I mean, it's, it's literally just been one so far. <laughs> so it depends on like how much you travel by car, but it's very possible that this type of charging is just pretty much a statistical, statistically non-existent. And so, yeah, like, I, I guess I wouldn't necessarily make like, give, knowing what I know now, I would. I don't have mm-hmm. any regrets about my purchase because almost every one of my charges is in my garage every single night. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that that's that's fair. That sounds about right. Yeah. I think that it's still a good car. I think you just ran into like what feels like an unfortunate situation, uh, but sort of like par for the course because you would be running into like assholes for lack of a better phrase like sort of anywhere you go yeah so yeah all right all right should we get out of here uh, should we call it yeah let's get out of here go (laughs) all right well i'm reza i'm sandy thanks so much for listening see everyone next week